I'm Celia Filkey, and this is Messages of Hope. As a mum, how do you feel about raising your children? I think you're always learning. See what you've got, I suppose, is what I think mothers have to do. Try and nurture them, but stand back and just be there to sort of pull them back on the path if they are jumping off. Parenting isn't easy, and it's sometimes hard to see the forest for the trees, especially when your child is asserting their independence. Today, my guest is Yvonne Coppard from the UK. She's an accomplished writer and mother of two adult daughters. Stay tuned to hear about the things that have shaped her approach to being a mum. And later in the program, I'll be offering a free gift to help bring the fun back into family life. Filky. Today I'm talking to Yvonne Coppard about parenting and what has shaped the way she approaches raising her children, warts and all. Yvonne, you've had a variety of roles over the years, including a petrol pump attendant, secretary, teacher, mother and now writer. When you look back at all those experiences, what jumps out as important for shaping who you are today? I think all of them were important in different ways. I mean, actually, the petrol pump attendant taught me a lot about uh, superficial conversations and contacts and how much I love those. People come into a petrol station from all walks of life, from the top executive in his jag to the little old lady who lives next door and just wants a loaf of bread. And I became very good at superficial conversations and picking up people's lives as they came in. So I knew that this person had had a cold or that person was cross with their daughter or um, completely forgot them when they weren't there and picked up that conversation as they came back, which in a way kind of formed my view of life and my social contacts became much wider Mm. and was good for my writer's notebook as well, for characters and things. And what about the teaching? Teaching taught me discipline and to try and work out where people were trying to start from where the child is and move on somewhere you want them to be is actually a lovely thing to be doing and teaches you a lot about human nature generally. One of the books you've written is based on mother-daughter relationships with the title Not Dressed Like That You Don't. Can you tell us more about it? Well, Not Dressed Like That You Don't um, ended up being three books. It was supposed to be one, uh, but it, it became a bestseller actually, which again was very lucky. And it's the diary of a mother and her daughter side by side. So you see the mother writing about her own life and what she thinks is happening in the daughter's life. And the daughter is writing about what's really happening in her life and what she thinks her mother is thinking. Um, and it's supposed to be humorous. And you, you watch them grow together, really. Uh, the title came from basically just pooling ideas with children, teenagers, are the top things that they hate their parents to say. Uh, And not dress like that you don't, or some variation on that, was the top one. You know, you're not going out looking like that, not dressed like that, you're not coming out with me like that. It's all that kind of stuff. So when they wanted a second book, which is the next year in Jenny and her mother's life, I got parents together and said, what do you most hate hearing from your children? And what they said was a variation of what became the title. Everybody else does, why can't I? And parents will, I'm sure, be sighing about that one. When it came to the third book, great, you've ruined the rest of my life. That's the one that's actually most based on our family, only in a very shadowy way. But we went to Canada 
for five weeks. And our daughter was 17 at the time and very much in love. And we told her that she had to come with us. We weren't prepared to leave her at home. And that was her comment. Great, you've ruined the rest of my life, but you know, you'll have a great time. And in fact, she didn't come out of her bedroom for the first two weeks that we were in Canada and wouldn't talk to anybody and was so awful that we uh, said to her, you know, we're going to pull our credit cards, get you back home on the first plane. You can go to your grandparents, you can go home. We don't care, you've won, you can go home. Whereupon she said, oh, I, I want to stay. I'm quite enjoying it now. And we all had a great time. But as a sort of punishment for, for those two weeks, I have sort of put her into that book. You're listening to Messages of Hope and I'm Celia Filkey. I think all parents have those moments they'd like to forget. They're not funny at the time, but in hindsight we can look back and have a laugh about it. If you have a parenting story like that, please share it with us on our Facebook page at Messages of Hope. We all need a laugh at times and your story may give other parents some hope. Share your story on Facebook at Messages of Hope. I'm talking with mother and writer Yvonne Coppard. What have you learned from your experience of raising children? Well, I have two daughters and we've had a variety of teenage foster daughters and foster sons. What I've learned, I think you're always learning. I think what I've learned is to let, let them grow, let go, let them do what they have to do. See what you've got, I suppose, is, is what I think mothers have to do. You know, rather than play out your own dreams and your own ambitions, see what you've got, see what talents they've got. Try and nurture them, but stand back and just be there to sort of pull them back on the path if they are jumping off. But hands off, I think, is what we've both tried to do as parents. And how do you get through the tense times? It, it is very difficult when your children are not like you. I mean, it's easy when they're like you, so they're agreeing with you and doing <laughs> what you'd quite kind of like them to do. But both our daughters had a very definite sense of who they were and where they were going. Our older daughter is a nurse. She wanted to be a nurse right the way through from the time she was three or four. And our, our younger daughter, she did a degree in history and drama, announced that she wanted to go maybe into the theatre, directing, possibly writing. Now, I'm a writer, so there's nothing I can say about that, but we used to sit in bed, Reg and I, at night and say, how can we sort of try and persuade her to go into teaching or something, something secure. Well, we can't, can we? Because that would be wrong. We've got to support her. Um, and then when she changed her mind and decided that she would go into stand-up comedy, we're sitting in bed saying, theatre would be good. <laughs> so that it's a good example, I think, of, of how we try to parent. And what I've learned from foster children particularly is that actually that is the way to do it. Express an opinion when you're asked. <laughs> Draw a line, say thus far and no further, but try and make that line as far away as you, as you can. And then they'll come to you and ask your opinion. That's my theory anyway. If you're feeling tired and struggling as a parent, it's not a sign of failure or weakness to ask for help or for some ideas to make things better. Today I'm offering you or someone you know a free booklet, Parenting, Finding the Fun. It takes you on an honest journey of living as a parent and shows how parenting and family life can be fun again. For your free booklet, 
parenting, finding the fun, contact us by calling 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au to order your free copy. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Today we've been talking about the ups and downs of parenting with mother and writer Yvonne Coppard. I wonder if being a Christian has had any influence in how you raise your children. For me, there are two views of looking at your children. If your child is your possession, no less your possession than your car, then it's up to you what you do with it, isn't it? You know, my car is my car. If I choose to beat it up, not wash it, put litter all over it, crash it, that is entirely up to me. That is none of your business. So uh, when people, pastors, social workers, doctors, teachers come along, they say, you know, butt out. It's my life, my child. I'll bring my child up the way I see fit. Um, But I think for the Christian and for us, children are a gift from God. They are not your possession. They are yours to be held in trust. And when and you're there to nurture them in the way that you nurture a garden. They're not really yours. They are in trust until they're adults and they can make their own way. And if you really believe that, and I think both my husband and I really believe that, you parent in a completely different way. They're not your badge. They're not your accessory. They're not there to show what a lovely person you are. They don't have to get the university degree or be the pop star or become the doctor. You know that they are their own people. They are in trust and you see what you've got and you nurture what you've got and you're very thankful for it. And I think that's the Christian view. What is it about Christianity or God, Jesus, that gets your attention and captures your spirit? Mm, that's an interesting question. I don't know. Um, I think for me what is rock solid about God and what never changes is that he is always there and I talk to him in the way that I would talk to a very good friend. I get cross as well as thankful. I always start my prayers at the end of the day with thanks for this, this, this. And by the way, (laughs) this was really bad. (laughs) Um, And if you could put that right, I'd be really grateful. Um, So I don't have sort of posh prayers. God is there. He's always there. He walks with me and at times he picks me up and carries me until I can walk again. Can you explain more about how God is there for you? There are times when I'm just so cheesed off with God that I just can't, you know, I don't think you're there at all. But I have enough faith that at those those points I say, so you pick me up now. And when I believe in you again, I'll let you know. And, And I can feel that happening. And the other thing that I have a sense of is jumping, what I call jumping, taking God's hand and jumping into the unknown. For me, that's really important when I'm really worried or frightened of something that that might happen. And it's a feeling of, I've got your hand, okay, I'll jump. I don't know how deep, I don't know how, how dark, but I've got your hand, so I'll be okay. Parenting can be tough at times and can leave you feeling like giving up. If you're looking for some fresh ideas about how to bring back the fun in your family, today I'm offering a free booklet. Parenting, Finding the Fun. For your free booklet, Parenting, Finding the Fun, contact us by calling 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope. 
a part of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us next week when James Winderlich grapples with the issues of family violence. <laughs>